0: Welcome back to My Kids Think I'm Cool But Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie. This is part two where my guest continues to share their journey while living abroad from starting up a business, changing careers, or finding themselves in a different country. I hope this part two inspires you all to find your path in a foreign country. Listen, laugh, and enjoy these stories that we give you while living abroad. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to part two of Jade's interview. This part two is more focused on her business, her business uh, called Picatin Det Deco. I know I'm just saying Pakaten, but you guys probably need to know what it is. So Jade started the business here in Denmark as an international, as a Filipino coming to Denmark, a Filipino specialty food to sell in Denmark. So she kind of created a specialty grocery store specifically for Filipino food. There was during the time when she moved to Denmark. And after her maternity leave, she couldn't really find Filipino food. Also for me, when I first moved here in Denmark, it was difficult for me to find certain foods that I would find in the US or I'm also Filipino. So certain foods that I miss. So when I met Jade, it was actually she just started and was so happy that she created this store specifically for Filipino food, because all the stuff that she has in there is stuff that I grew up with that my mom makes. So I'm so happy that she was able to start this It was interesting how she got started, and this podcast is all about how she got started, how she got inspiration. Also hoping that you as an international, you know, moving to Denmark, if you kind of know what you want to do, this podcast encourages you to kind of take the leap of starting your own business, that you see there's a gap in Denmark, which Jade actually saw that there's a gap in having Filipino food here, and she jumped on the opportunity, you know, not knowing what she was doing but was brave enough to actually start and learn as she go. So inspiring being able to interview her and sharing her experience on starting the business in Denmark. So this part two was recorded another time. So if there's a little bit of mishaps on here, but it, it, it's really fun. So I'm really happy to be able to share her journey as an entrepreneur, as a startup business owner in denmark so here's part two of jade's business put Deco about a filipino store uh, getting started in denmark so here you guys go When you moved to Denmark, did you find it easy to get on your feet? You know, find a job, just to integrate into Denmark. Well, you know what? Actually, uh, it's very different
1: for me because my husband he's a businessman. He have a yeah. cleaning company, so it was not the it was not like ah I have to do this and I have to do that. I did not have that thing that I I have to go and and do all these things. It was it was different for me. It was only, I think, after I got Serene, after you know we had the barcel. So. What's that in English? I'm not sure. Oh, uh, mater- uh, maternity leave. Maternity leave. Yeah, yeah. After the maternity leave, uh, we you know, uh, not, not after, but as uh, when we are, when we see that, okay, um, uh, what should I do? And then that time, there was not too much uh Filipino stores in Denmark. It was so hard to get, even Pancit Canton. It was very hard to find all these things. So, so my husband said, why don't we sell Filipino products? And then there was, this is very funny, there was this Filipino store, uh, this, just uh, the grandson, um, Sorry, what is that in English? The Grand after that's in in Germany, you know, in the uh, the border. Yeah, source. so there was a Filipino border. Yeah. There was a fil. Yeah, the border. Yes, yes. After the border, sorry. No, it's
0: okay. <laughs> so I speak the English after... all the time. It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> So hard, especially if you are in Denmark and you don't know if you're thinking English Tagalog, and I also have my own dialect, Logana, right? So also yeah. in the, at home, uh, Mama, what are you trying to say? You can do that. Yeah, because <laughs> all the minor. But then anyway, I'm going back to that one and. We were there and then we said, okay, why don't we try... uh, Why don't we just... uh, What you call this one? Why don't we just uh, buy some products and maybe we can sell it in Denmark? So you know how much we started? uh, It was Pagkain DK before that. Yeah. Um, We started 3,000 kroner. Yeah. And I could still remember this place we have at home where I put all the 3,000 kroner in that place. And yeah, that's how it started actually.
0: Okay. So it was since your husband was into business, already had a business, the idea came in, especially, and you're right, I also moved here almost nine years ago. It was, you couldn't find anything like Asian food or Asian ingredients or anything. It was really, really difficult. I actually lost a lot of weight. That's good. (laughs) The first three years. And then I discovered Danish pastry, which went the other way. But uh, that's really great that you were able to kind of see that i guess uh my next question is uh the audience doesn't really know what you do so if you want to do a, an introduction on what you do what you what you started in denmark and your experience in starting um, you know a kind of a store specialized yeah. store in denmark
1: oh yeah yeah sorry i i have faka DK. i don't know if you um facebook um uh, basically oh, that's it. the one we started yeah faka yeah. DK, which basically sells I always say this, even to ninety five percent Filipino product. That's what we are. You know, there are quite a few of Asian story, but I don't tell. I don't call our store a nation store because I really want to call it Filipino store because it's ninety five percent Filipino. The thing is, I have a few, maybe from Cambodia, which is the rice. Of course, the rice is we cannot import that right now. But yeah, what
0: was that again about how we started or yeah, how did you start? You said that you started with three thousand uh, kroner in. Germany, and then from there, you kind of see how it went.
1: Yeah, well, it was also because that time I have some friends from from the language school and they said, oh, Jay, why why don't you start selling and all these things? So that's also how I got the idea. Okay, yeah, because it was really hard. And yeah, the 3000, I I put it at home in our garage and and started, uh, you know, until now, until now, I run our business through Facebook. So I'm really, really also very happy that we have Facebook. Otherwise, you know, if it's, there's no Facebook, there's no Pagka Ndk. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I did. I write to my some of the my Filipino Philippine friends. And then also uh, their friends, who you know, they, are, yeah, they have friends and the, the one doing know. And that's how also uh, we started uh, having the business. And of course, I got a big help from my husband. He has his business of uh, the cleaning business for 25 years this year now so he he know a lot about business and everything but you know cleaning and food uh, they're completely Two different, different yeah. business right so we also have to learn a lot especially when we started to do the import export thing so yeah we have and now we already changed the concept because when I started, I used to I used to work like uh, six days a week, and from ten o'clock to five o'clock in the evening.
0: I think that's when I met you. I mean, I Austin. stopped by. I stopped by. I the know, store. right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, can, and then I you had an opening us. time with, every day from like yeah, 10 with your to mom, and then people. you were yeah, coming with, my with mom. your
1: mom, right? So yeah. And then after a while, when we have that and, uh, you know, sitting there and waiting for customers to come and especially when it's raining, like right now, when it's a snowing and also when the weather is very nice, every everyone you know is on, uh, they are going on holiday and all these things. It's like, what am I doing? Waiting for nothing, right? So after a while, I think it was, was it two and a half years at the time with and Decay? And I said, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to pause and and actually that time I really did not had a plan to come back. It was mm-hmm. really like I got tired and Sirene was growing up. Yeah, she was small mm-hmm. and and I could see I don't have too much time with her. And even on the weekend we have to work, right? So I really got tired and I said I I want to stop for a while. So we sold all our products to someone and then when the Barcel is coming after yeah. the Barcelona, I'm sorry, I think I mix up with the Barcel with the sound with with the other one. Maternity leave. We, yeah, with the maternity leave, it was the it was the idea of the import export after oh, the maternity okay. leave. Oh, okay. Yeah, Guy DK, it started exactly when we say, okay, there was no Filipino stores in Denmark. We cannot get any Filipino products. We have to have a way where we we can have all these nice products from the Philippines. So yeah. I just wanna, you know, because the timeline I'm also confused now. Sorry.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's been uh, a while. Just, You've been going how I many years now? How many, yeah. years now? how
1: many years now? Ah, uh, nine years. The pagkain is nine years. If I mean technically, it's nine years because uh, I stopped for uh, one year I think. So it's it's nine years this year. Next year it's going to be ten years. Yay! Yay! Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. Such yeah. A big so, accomplishment. I mean, of course, I know it's it's super nice also to be staying in this kind of business, especially right now, every, there's a lot of, of businesses that are closing, right? Yeah. It's not easy. Uh, we know that, especially with what happened with the corona and everything, mm-hmm. It it's not getting easy. So yeah, it's, it's a very nice thing to be able to be on the ninth year yeah. uh, in the business now. So as I was saying, we sold the products. I tried to solve the business but then, then anyway it was only the products that they wanted to they yeah. wanted to buy, right? So they bought the products and then after we signed contracts and everything. Yeah. And then and then after a while when Chuba said, Okay, I think what do you think about going back to business? I said, Oh no, no. I don't wanna stay there for six <laughs> six days a week anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. And then yeah. my, my husband what if I have another concept? What if we will do this? What if what if we will just have a concept where we can we are only open once once a week? Yeah. I said, Okay, that might be a good idea. And then we tried it. And then it was actually very nice because I got to do all the things that I could I really wanna do first, also. I mean, and then I still to get. Uh, I still get to to sell all these Filipino products, right? Yeah. And then in, I think September, twenty nineteen, yeah. we had our first container from the Philippines. Yeah. Because we said, uh, we want actually right now we are concentrated on sending Filipino products in the whole Europe now. So. Yeah. It's very nice, uh, we just had an um, inquiry from Finland. In Ireland, we have two stores now uh, having our products. In Norway, we have a lot. Italy, we have a lot. Sweden, uh, Prague, um, yeah. it's very nice. So it's uh, that's what we wanted to concentrate now. That's why we said, okay, now, instead of opening every week, every weekend, we said we are going to concentrate on just maybe open once, once, month. month. Yeah. It so seems we like
0: still... their focus is more on distribution uh in EU more than having Hulu a wholesale uh, store a store a front end store. You know, yeah. That's exactly. Public income.
1: Well, you know, actually, my husband is saying, why don't we just concentrate on the wholesale? But you know, I also have a lot of loyal customers. customers. Yep who I know that they will be sad if I'm going to stop. Uh, sometimes I also talk to my friends and I say, what do you think I'm going to stop? And I said, no, because uh, there are actually quite a lot who wants me to sell online. And I said, I don't think I can do that because of all the paperwork, you know, with the wholesale and everything. I don't think I can have that. Uh, you know, when, when people are ordering online, they would expect, the orders to come after two or three days, right? And well, I have to drive here to prepare the orders and everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And on a web shop, I don't think it's a good idea. Maybe that's why I also just. Sometimes when I feel that I have a little time, I just announce it on Facebook that you know what you can order with me. Just send me, just send me your order list on the messenger, and then I can process the order for you. That's, that's yeah. just basically. And then they come so, pick it up. No, I send it with Postnor. No, oh, no, okay. GLS now. I use GLS. GLS. Oh, okay. Yeah, but sometimes I also say, you know, I have this like a VIP thing. If, for example, they want to come to the store and I'm not open, you know, I'm not op- open every day. If they want to come to the store, then they could just I send me a message and and then we can we can check if we are both available at that time. And then they can come in and shop yeah. VIP, right? A VIP, yeah. <laughs> then they all, they concept, all have the time. They can, they can just have all the time to, to shop. So but that's you, that's also possible.
0: Yeah, but if you look at it as a business, you keep evolving and learning what your customer wants. So you're so specialized because now you have your kind of your community, correct? In Denmark. Yeah. That's your constant customer. And if you can yeah. just keep them happy, uh you're still afloat, but also you have your other side, which is the distribution side of Filipino food in in all of Europe. So you have like yeah. two to both worlds, which a lot of suppliers, because I'm on e- e-commerce, I'm in distribution, um outside yeah, of pod- so podcasting. <laughs> outside of yeah. podcasting, my real job, uh, because this is all for hobby, um, is is a distribution. And you are lucky enough to have both. Um, yeah. you know, loyal customers and um yeah, loyal customers and also with uh everything going on. But you know
1: that's how that's how it should be. We want. I wanted. I mean, we wanted to make both of our customers happy. We wanted to make our wholesale customers happy, and of course, I also want because I you know the feeling like before that you know it's so it's so hard. And you know, getting Philippines it also cost a lot of money, right? If you want to order from the Philippines, send it here and everything, All right? So that's why I don't think I'm going to give up on the Danish customer.
0: I love them. <laughs> no, I don't think you should yeah. because they were your first customers. I noticed that with you it's it was word of mouth. It's really word of mouth your business in a lot of and i'm very of
1: thankful of that i'm very thankful for that actually yeah yeah but you know filipinos we, we you know someone who knows someone who knows someone
0: <laughs> we have really good Some... marketing ability. <laughs> yeah
1: it's really nice right in yeah. in a positive way uh, you know it also can be on the negative but i'm so happy it it's yeah. it's very nice
0: yeah. yeah for any you know it's scary starting a business especially in a foreign country like what What gave you the courage to kind of just, you know, see where this goes, started with 3000 kroner, which is amazing, and then built from there and kind of proved the concept. What gave you the courage to, you know, then open the store and then do the distribution and now, you know, like, it feels like every year you have you go step forward. So what gave you the courage to, to
1: start? I would proudly say that would be my husband. Of course, he's a businessman. he He knows a lot of things. But of course, it's a very different concept, right? It's a food business wherein he is in the cleaning business. so it's completely we are learning, especially with the export and import right now. there's still a lot of new things to uh, we we are learning, but sometimes there is just also oh, I would say, oh, I don't want this anymore. Oh, can I? If I just sometimes I just want to pull, pull the plug and say I'm over and done with this. I, I don't want it anymore. But it, it's always my husband. Is, he is very supportive. I I could really say he yeah he is he is very good in all this. We have to do this, and then we have to sit down and okay, uh, we are planning what is the best and and we talk. That's also good. That's a very good thing because we talk about things. We talk how to to do things better how to improve things and all this so yeah that's basically a very big help for me and uh, also of course my my family in the philippines you know um they 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 are the ones who are giving us all this oh i have to do this
0: yeah it's really important to have that support for any entrepreneur anyone starting a business if you don't have that support especially with with your family, your husband, your spouse, uh, your partner, and then family outside of that. It's really hard to start anything, and and then also having a really good concept of you know something missing because in the uh, in Denmark it was missing Asian food. You know these one these these things that we are used to growing up with that's easy accessible. Um, yeah, Filipino food in general for me, uh, I always miss it. I had to learn it to cook it because uh, there's not so many Filipino restaurants here, but they are popping up. They are popping up. Not in Violet where we're
1: at. Yeah. But exactly
0: Copenhagen, Aarhus. um, I I
1: also I this is also how I learned, you know, when I first met my husband, I told him I cannot cook. I don't know how to cook. And it was correct. Or because I, I have been living with my sister with my family and everything. So they always had to cook. And then when I moved to Denmark, I don't have any choice but to do the cooking and then when I'm cooking and my husband said, Ah, I thought you could not cook. So I said, yes, it, we are also <laughs> learning <laughs> we are also improving on that on the on that matter, you know. Yeah. yeah. But you are right. And actually I am also happy that there, there are a lot of more Danish who are beginning to learn about the Filipino not cuisine, but Filipino products, Filipino food, you know. Uh, also in, in my area here, you know, when I'm open, they are so, my neighbors here, they are so like curious what's going on in there, why there's a lot of cars. And I, so there will be some of them that's coming, oh, so what's going on in here and everything. So I have to explain to them, we are a Filipino store, we sell this, uh, 95% Filipino and I have these things and all. And then I, last time I was so happy because there was a, uh, what you call the one, there was a Danish customer who was buying this yeah uh uh, this is uh what to call this one um
0: noodle yeah the pancit noodles or just noodles yeah
1: Yeah. it's yeah just noodles so she just wanted to to try it and i said yes of course Uh, and i was telling them you you could find some recipes on the internet and of course you can but i'm so they they love this one so yes Yeah. uh, yeah eventually eventually they will be they will learn also about our our food right Yeah,
0: no, I just said, and when it's presented to them, or there's so many more cultures coming here in in Denmark, I think it it kind of not forces them, but kind of intrigue. And also the taste Mm -hmm. is so different from Denmark. I think it's (laughs) more taste besides salt and pepper. I think their are expanding too. Because, you know, Thai food,
1: they know that. And they say spicy. Ours is not spicy. Yeah. But then when you say Filipino food, what is Fili- Filipino mm-hmm. food, right? So we really, that's also what I wanted. Uh, we wanted, uh, so it's not only in Denmark, but the whole Europe that they will get to learn our Filipino uh, food, Filipino products, right? So yeah, that's, that's our goal.
0: So, what was one thing you knew, you know, now that you wish you knew when you first started this business, you know, put potato in first and then with the distribution, that you can tell yourself
1: nine years. You know ago. that that's one thing. When when I see the questionnaire that you sent me, I was thinking, huh, what wh- what can I say about this one? The thing is, I grew up in a business, uh, not world, but my parents—they are both business businesswoman, businessman so I I grew up uh, knowing about uh, a little about the business in the Philippines you know uh, the, we they used to sell um, what you call this one uh, kitchen wares and everything yeah. so when I was in high school I would go to their store after school and I would help them and everything so it's not something new for me and I also have seen the struggles they have encountered when they had this business so when I said when I'm going to have my own business. Or eventually later on, I said, I'm not going to do those things that they did that I thought it was so hard. Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to say that I wish I knew before because I also have quite a few ideas (laughs) how it is to be when you have a business. What I can say is that I have learned some things. Yeah. When I actually, I had this business. Well, The thing is, I think what I can say is when you have a business, you don't have to, when you want something, when you want to start the business, for example, don't worry about too much about how others will think about you. You know, you just have to concentrate on what you're doing, focus on what you want. That's very important. And mind your own business (laughs) and do your best and be happy of what you are doing because whatever The other people think about you, is none of your business. You just have to make sure that what you are doing is good and correct and that you are happy about it. You know, I think that's a very good because sometimes when we do something, we are more oh, we are very focused on, oh, how are they going to think about that? What are they going to say about that? Am I doing good enough? You know, especially with the social media right now, yeah, we are living in a social media world where we are so focused on likes and all these things, right? And sometimes all this is very stressful. It makes us depressed. So that's why it's very important to not focus on those things. And as long as you know that you are doing good, you are doing the right things, then I think you are good. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I think that's what scares a lot of people to start a business. I know it comes on me. I haven't, I started my, my blog website and it's not so much a business, but my fear of moving that forward to a business is more on what people think. It's like, how about if I fail or what are they going to think of me? Also, like, now Jacqueline's starting a business again, or, you know, like, you know, of course it's scary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Of course it's scary, but you know what? Don't think about this thing. Even if we say you fail, then try again. Yeah. It's not going to hurt you to try again, right? Yeah. It's just make you better, I think, in the long run. Then you know, oh, okay, I learned from this. And and that's also one thing when you learn from things, right? Yeah. Uh, at least you learn from those things and then move forward. That's important, right? So,
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. What tips do you think like if it's an international, you know, especially moving into a new country, it's it's scary to learn a new language. And now they're like, okay, now I'm going to start a business in a new country that I don't speak the language in or I don't understand a culture. What do you think they can kind of do to get over that hump of, okay, I'm going to start a business. I know it's a different country. What steps can they take? or tips that you can give to them especially that are just starting out or thinking about of doing something
1: of doing something yeah. well the most important part is do your research especially here if it's the business food you wanted to to start with it, they have a very strict very strict rule when it comes to food so you really have to research about all these things i think also every commune they have great help when it comes to this, there are some workshops. I think you just have to go to, uh, if you can go to the commune or research there. You know, last night I was checking actually on, on the internet, internet and there are some, like uh, some a lot of things for startups. In For example, in Violet, there is what you call this one, there is this thing called Green Startup Violet. I'm not sure of course if they're living in different uh, part of Denmark then there there should be something for them right or there's there's some things called evX set of VIVE six where there are like they're helping 60 startup to you know I think there is also like there's a place for them like there is an office where they can uh, you know, help each other and all this. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that would be the very, the, and one more thing is you have to do it right. Don't just start uh, like in, if you want to start the food business, you have to register your business first. You have to know all of this, of these things so that you don't get yourself into trouble later on. Right? So research, 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 and it's a very big help to get help from the husband. Or yeah. From the family, on my experience, actually, that's really, really a great help for me because a supportive husband is a long, way. It will get you a long way. You know, it's it's. But then, of course, if you will say, "Oh yeah," but I'm alone. i um, the network. Also, ask. Don't be shy. Don't be scared to ask. If you have, you know, I think job something. Uh, because I did not head that. There is some someone you are help who is helping you in the commune or something like that. Ask from them. I think Danish also. I they are so and when it comes to that, as long as you ask as long as you wanted
0: to you tell them their plan
1: and everything I they, they will be very happy to help you. They will be very glad to help yeah. yeah,
0: and I found that out about Denmark when I looked into a lot of things that there is support there mm. starting a business they're really business friendly here yeah uh, it's easy yeah. to actually start a business in Denmark with like one kroner depending on what business. So yeah. definitely I realize even going to the commune and asking for help, get guide, yeah. guidance. So any commune I think will they have. are very helpful, really. Yeah. It's not yeah. just Violet, and but that, it's all of the commune, you know, yeah. around around Denmark, more or less.
1: Yeah. You just go to the commune and then they will help you. You just tell the them your plans and everything and all this. So yeah.
0: Do you think besides, think- besides you know, rules and regulation, I know you have to follow them and tax and everything. Do you think language is a big factor in starting a business? Does all of the investors well, that- need to know Danish or can they do it like your store is Filipino store? But uh, all the Filipinos there actually speak Danish. So, you know, it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah exactly then again you know as i was saying it depends on what kind of business you wanted to venture in right because for me i did not have i did not had a problem with the language but of course when a danish comes comes in and, and and they know that you're not danish then most of them they are willing to talk to you in english but for, so for i can say that for me on, on my case the language was not too much of a barrier uh, but of course uh if you are i don't know uh, if it's a clothing business then we are in a very different story right yes. if you wanted to have a business in destroy it for example and uh, what you call open up a shop a new shop there and all these things then if there are it's open to everyone then we can say language would be a very big factor so you really have to learn that's also one thing that I did here. You know, as soon as I get here, I took the opportunity to get to to learn the language. I have finished the language in Six one and a half year, I think. Yeah. So you have to start from there. That's basically for us here of foreigners, we really have to learn their language and then later on. And of course, you know, we have we need this once because of our otherwise we cannot Especially if we have family here, then we cannot stay here if we don't learn the language. So of course the language is very, very important, but you know, the the business that I am in right now, especially that I am dealing with customers around Europe, English is also very important. Yeah. Because for example, the one in Finland, the one in Ireland, the one, you know, I have quite a few who are not uh, Filipinos yeah then you need to you need to also speak english right otherwise how can you communicate so yeah, yeah. language lang- language is very important for that matter no matter what I, I mean it's danish filipino or english right so yeah and i yeah. guess
0: we're we're lucky enough to live in denmark where english is actually the second language besides german and everyone's english here is very very strong but mm-hmm. it does show the way a person is, especially when we learn the Danish language, it, it shows more yeah. of like, oh, wow, she's actually really trying to live here, adapt here. For me, I'm still in language school. <laughs> I you know, After eight years living here, I still haven't completed it, but it is my last of a module five now. So I plan to complete it now. But I speak yeah, Danish. Then of course... Yeah, I speak Danish also, and I understand. Also
1: because of your work, right? That's yeah. why... Because for me, that time... I mean, when, when I moved here, I did not have a baby. Of course, it, That's also one factor that maybe, you know, the time you spend on in the language school is not only that time that you are given. There's also a lot of factor. But yeah, as long as you are doing it and you are trying to do something about it, then that's also one thing, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean... I can say you know when I'm, I'm I'm speaking with Danish and then they and then they will ask how long have you been here and everything and then they ah oh, to are you speaking I don't think I do. I said no, I don't think I. But they said no, yes, you are. Oh, okay, thank you so much. But yeah. it's also, I, I mean, it it also warms the heart for that. I don't think I, I speak the Danish fluent. No, I I don't I don't think so. But as long as you understand and they can understand you, that's that's important, right?
0: Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. as soon as you say like, for me, I would say like i could talk a little bit danish and when i say a little bit they switch to danish right away i'm like okay i have to like switch brain okay and like um, but you know danish. it's also
1: it's also a very good practice when you talk to the kids in
0: danish uh, no my <laughs> kids correct me so i feel i feel yeah, like I, yeah, i'm yeah, younger
1: it's, yeah it's the same thing and then sometimes you know when when they, they say some things and say, what was that again what is that in english and my daughter is also very helpful oh more did that or okay
0: <laughs> yeah so it's like do forget yeah. i'm like ah okay <laughs> i get danish lessons from my my daughter my son's yeah. not quite he, sp- he still speaks the english uh but my daughter definitely corrects me or uh, if I try to talk to her friends she's like oh mom you're saying that all wrong I was like oh, I'm sorry I'm trying <laughs>
1: yeah as, as long as we are trying I think it, yeah. yeah it's good yeah
0: but if there is any tips you would suggest or want to say to anyone that's thinking about you know entrepreneurship or starting a business in Denmark what would be your tips to you know Anyone that wants to do a a specialty store like yourself or, you know, a bookstore or just anything or a bakery shop or just a small, a small little company. What do you think would be your tips on how to get started doing a business in Denmark?
1: I mean, as I have been saying, you do have you do have to do your research Mm -hmm. and go to your community. And, and talk to them and say, that's what they say, I think. Mm-hmm. You have to talk to them and then they, can, then, then they can help you, of course. And one thing I think it's important is you have to build your network because it's a very, very big help, mm. right? Because the network later on will help you. And of, that's basically it. I was saying also, you have to research all this business help in, in your community where you, where you live. Google is a very good friend. You yes. Know? <laughs> you, know, you can you can always Google it out. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. And of course, money is one important factor right? Okay. Yeah. Basically that's that's so how
0: money and
1: network. Uh,
0: networking
1: and network, um, yeah. And, and of course your husband, if you have yeah. a husband <laughs> just, <laughs> your partner. Just, yeah, your yeah. partner
0: or just a support system and everything would be
1: exactly exact support system is one of the biggest factor, of course,
0: yeah. right? Yeah, I agree with the network part yeah. because especially with internationals, even Filipinos or internationals that just moved to Denmark, there's Facebook groups that you just ask for help and there's like 10 people that answer or oh, yeah. you know, it's, I'm starting this uh, business. They're always there to support because we're all, I guess, in the same boat as you know a foreigner here in Denmark, just yeah. trying to get by. Something easy for one person that's been living here for ten years or five years is not that easy for someone that just moved here. It's like, oh, I didn't know that. Like it's it's still like a and, learning curve.
1: And of course we are we are all different from each other, right? And the other one always knows some things that we don't know. So ask. That's very important. Just ask. Don't be, you know, don't be scared to ask. You will get a no. But you ask, you you have done your part, right? So, yeah, it's very important.
0: We're going to wrap up this uh, conversation now. I know we could uh, talk a lot. And I told you, you're like, yeah, we could do it under 40. I was like, No. <laughs> it won't be under forty minutes because you do get into your story and you do get into you know your passion about starting the store and uh, it's fun to go ahead and kind of go down memory lane a little bit on sharing yes. your yes. sharing your story yes. to the audience and so. Thank you for taking the time to, you know, share your story with the listeners here on uh, My Kids Think I'm Cool, but podcast. Uh, Before we do end, I wanted to ask you for my website to help international families get adapted or just settle into Denmark. What are like your two favorite kid-friendly places to take your kids? It could be a, you know, a resort, a trip, or even just like a simple playground that's around Baile or a restaurant that you think it would be perfect for Families to go to well for me uh my
1: our favorite part ha, do you, have you been to tears yes yeah yeah uh we love walking there and of course my favorite spot is the your hair yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah i we, we love it there especially uh during that when, when there's a lot of snow it's very picturesque and then when you go to the other side it's the the album you know yeah. that already right and then you get the you get very nice view of of the vi- of the of the five sisters. Nah, not the, not the five sisters but the but the brilliant right the yeah. way wave. the waves. Uh, yeah. We love going there when it's sunny it's it's always nice the weather it, no matter what the weather is it's it's always nice and in the summer they have very nice ice cream my it's always a, a heat for everything. she loves there oh yeah. can we go there so and so that's uh, basically the tears bag and the violet to heaven which yeah. is connected to the not connected but it's just very nearby to the album right yeah if you don't know that yeah do you know already the colorat also yeah, in, the, in the city yeah, yeah. The free, it's also a very area. good place for the kids it's it's very also a good place for the kids so i think uh, and of course we have a lot of places here in in vile we also have the yelling it's also very very uh, nearby yeah the vile so yeah uh, you know we love we love walking here, not not necessarily exercise and everything, but you know just to have a nice walk with the kids, you get them to the museum uh, you know, and I'm talking about the violent uh, not the violin museum, but the yelling yelling yeah. uh what do you call this? I'm talking about the. and uh, what's that again? what's that called yelling. yeah by the the yelling um Viking is uh, yeah, the Viking museum been, right my, there's a couple of things there. yeah yeah the Viking Museum and when you go to the other side you can also walk around there where you get to the back and everything right so yeah we have quite a few that's why I also love Denmark you know there's a lot of nice places to go especially free places you don't have to pay anything just to to, just to get there so yeah it's those and, are the
0: few yeah. of our favorites, yeah. Yeah, and the reason actually why I I created it's called Kittedly is because moving here in Denmark, especially if you have a family or if you're you're just a first time parent, you don't know yeah. any of these secret places like spec or yelling like you it's just something you don't know of. Especially
1: you can't, you can't if Google you are, ha- yeah. Especially if your husband is not Danish. Of yeah. course, I know this places because my husband is a danish yes. oh there is also one place where ah oh, i you know where it's like an old supermarket not a supermarket but an old i don't know if you have been there already no but uh, normally when we have guests from from dip- different places that's, that's where we engelsholm you know that already no. engelsholm castle
0: no what <laughs> is yeah. for me <laughs> yeah they have a
1: Oh, I have to, I have to... Send uh, me
0: the link. Yes. I mean, I'll, I'll I was, link it on, on my website and everything.
1: I think I'm talking, the other one I'm talking about is the Van Buren Museum. I will, I will definitely yeah, send that send to Yeah, send me you. the link and <laughs> I can
0: share it with the, uh, uh, the audience. Yes. where they yes, can take yes, their family yes. and kids.
1: Mm, free
0: you don't need to pay anything right it's the the most important part it's so great because Denmark has so many free things and and another reason why I put put this website together is because when you're not from here and you visit you come here to live or visit you don't know any of this stuff it's like when you put things to do in violet waves uh yeah. it's, it's like five <laughs> things but it's so generic but there's actually way yeah. more things that's actually known locally by yeah. people and that's why i actually created this where people actually share their favorite places to go to
1: actually here just uh, where where our story is we, we are very nearby the the su the yeah. the yelling Sioux. do you yeah. know that already yeah so, yeah, there's really quite a few places here you you could enjoy a nice, for example, a nice summer day or, or if you just want to walk and everything, you know, yeah. so don't forget don't, don't worry I'm going
0: to send yeah a- send me those links and I'll <laughs> add it on on the website <laughs> yes yes well thank you so much for uh sharing your story and sharing your favorite places to take your family your kids I will I'm pretty sure my uh, audience will be very appreciated of that especially I found out something new so that's something I will be yeah. visiting any
1: last words before we well, no, nothing. I just also want to say thank you so much for having me. I know we have talked about this forever, yes. a <laughs> minute. Finally, right? Well, it has been years, right? Yeah. And, you know, there, there had happened a lot of things and then the corona came and everything. But I really also want to say thank you so much. And I could also want to share this to my network later yes. on when you're already done. So yeah, then we can help each other, you yes. know. We are all a uh, foreigner in Denmark so helping each other is a very great thing right we really have to help each other there's no one who's going to help each other but us
0: yes right definitely so, yeah and then I feel like uh, for sharing uh internationals or foreigner story on here will help them. Feel at home more in Denmark. Realizing what they're going through, it's like okay, it's not me just thinking that Danes are very cold. <laughs> you know? I think
1: you know what I think they know that also. They yeah. just cannot do, and that's just it's like that's how it is. It's like us being Filipino, being too friendly. That's also how it is, right? So I mean, that's that's just how it. Is. Yeah, it's upon us. It's just uh, it's just up to us how we are going to break that wall. Right, so you know, uh, we just have to talk. And since they approach, right, right. If we have, uh, if we, for example, yes, for foreigners like us, don't be scared to approach the thing because I think you know, basically, is you have to do it first, because then when you they then when you do it, then they can also talk to you. So there should be someone who will do it first, and if it's not them, then you should yeah then it does right
0: so yeah (laughs) well thank thank you so so much much. and then i will uh link jade facebook for pakaten and all the information on my website so you guys can find her on all those links and follow her and check out her store especially if you want to try some yummy filipino food thank you so much bye What do you guys think about that? I thought it was really interesting on how she and her husband went to the border store and bought a bunch of Filipino food just to test out if it works. And also that they just kind of learn as they go. They just took the leap to start the store and take it from there. And how it's grown so much. Now they've become a distributor of Filipino food uh, for stores all over Europe. And so you never know where you're going to end up when you, you know, you just need to start. So it's really nice to hear that she's becoming successful, you know, getting new clients. And also with the clients now she has or the customers that are constant buyers, there's VIP access. You can call her and get some certain food, their specialties. It's really nice that she actually was able to build this relationship with her customers and also myself, because I'm also go to her shop by Filipino food that I miss. So thank you, Jade, for being a guest and talking about your journey as a parent, as a international here in Denmark, and now as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a startup, and sh- share your journey with the listeners and other internationals, hoping that they will also find themselves here in Denmark. So thank you so much for sharing that. And then also now we are going to do a giveaway. All the details should be on the website. So if you guys want to win a basket of Filipino food, if you're not Filipino and you want to try what Filipino food is, Jade will be giving away a basket of Filipino food for you to try. Or if you are Filipino, these could be your favorite uh, snacks. We're not sure what we're going to put in there, but we are going to announce the giveaway uh, sometime this week. And also the details will be on our Facebook pages, also Instagram, if you have TikTok. So everything will be on there where we're going to tell you how to do the giveaway and how to sign up for that giveaway. I'm looking forward to that. So watch out for that. Follow us both myself, my kids think I'm cool, but podcast and also put cotton on Instagram or Facebook. Me, I'm in all channels of social media. So you can find me everywhere, YouTube, everything. Subscribe, follow me. If you want to do a newsletter, you're going to sign up for my newsletter. There's a lot of things that you can follow me on. I'd be very happy if you did. But if not, no problem. And you're just listening to my podcast. It's all good. I'm just happy that someone's actually listening to me on the other side. So hello there. Anyways, if you want to get on to this uh, giveaway of Lapino food, go on the website, follow us uh, for more details. Thank you again. And listen to the next podcast. That'll be coming out in April. This March is all focused on Jade, uh, in and getting, yeah, giving you guys some free food. So thank you guys for listening. And I will see you guys in April for a new guest, a new business, and a new story for you guys to enjoy. So yeah, look out for my next episode in April. Bye, everyone.